welcome, alien overlords, to your Secret Invasion podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me is the reptiloid who has assumed the visage of Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today to bring you the very first installment and launch our Secret Invasion podcast by Fantastic Geek. Indeed, coming soon to uh, its own dedicated podcast feed. So, if you're listening to this like immediately on the Pop Culture Podcast, it's gonna be it's gonna be on its own feed soon. If you're listening to this in the future, then uh, welcome to our Secret Invasion Podcast, Pete, uh, a podcast for a show that probably in summer 2022 we were like, can't wait to punch that ticket uh with a confirmed date right around the corner probably going to come out january or february 2023 i thought christmas i thought we were going to see it prior to the new year here um and disney plus holding it back just a little bit longer we we hear early quarter one ish 2023 and with 2023, you know, we're recording this December 19th, 2022, with December, uh, pardon me, with January 2023 around the corner, if one assumes no overlap between this and the next uh, e-ticket ride on Disney+, Plus, that season three of The Mandalorian, Pete, there's only so many weeks that this can do a six-episode run before it's, you know, uh, jamming up against the March first uh, premiere of mando 301 right uh currently willow uh running and we said that what january 11th they would be clear of their eight week commitment which would make one two three four five six that'd fit it in exactly it would, but where, Pete, where is the advertising? Where's the advertising to tell us this show is coming? I must confess, we had... The trailer we got back in September? Um, th- As a sizzler, I mean, to me, that's not... That's not in that Disney style of right around the corner. We are, we are looking at the airport. We're getting ready to land. That was just more going for... You know, for anybody who's not deeply tied into MCU news, I feel like that, that September trailer was more um audience awareness as opposed to really yeah yeah it, announcing to oh so many people hey this thing exists and for, i think for a lot of you know even dedicated uh audience members oh yeah nick fury is up in space from that one spider-man movie and then there was wandavision where the, the scroll said your friend is up like whoa oh that's bringing that together that's cool not you know i've been I've been dreaming as this counts down to to final approach here. Well, um, hearing rumblings that we'll have a trailer early on in the new year. Uh, So could you so quickly? I doubt they would go, you know, hey, here's a trailer on uh, January 2nd and uh, launch it uh, a little over a week later on the 11th. Uh, Mandalorian is going to run eight episodes. We're not told whether they'll double up or not. I doubt it, 
Okay, so that'd take us one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That would free them up at the end of April. April 26th would be the first Wednesday. Remember, Marvel's been rolling out Thursdays. They had overlap with She-Hulk and Andor for the littlest bit. That's why uh, they had moved the day there after uh, Ms. Marvel and obi-wan had had a little bit of uh overlap so certainly anything's possible in that mandalorian period um i just think with your marquee disney plus hit the thing that made it the thing that everybody's anticipating coming back it'd probably be smartest to avoid that but i'm not running the company well, and neither is somebody else anymore. <laughs> Goodbye, Bob Chapek. Um, looking at my big schedule board here, it does occur to me a couple of things. There's a lot of premiere stuff coming out to Disney Plus in 2023, but currently all of it other than Mandalorian is undated. So to sit and say, well, but what about Ahsoka? What about Skeleton Crew? Uh, what about, uh, sorry, uh, Acolyte is not currently it does not have a year attached to it, but you know, those things along with um, what if season two and uh, Loki and Ironheart and Agatha that are all supposed to come out this calendar year. True. However, Pete, what I left off the list was echo, which now has had some production issues and has shifted around. I do wonder if among other things, if echo can't meet its mid 2023 date for its own internal reason, maybe, Secret Invasion has merely just shifted there. Um, I don't know if we'll ever know the internal uh, decision-making process here, but here's one thing that does occur to me. You know, there's no Marvel movie this December on account of Avatar, so maybe there's a certain logic, Pete, to say, you know, we're not going to let Marvel lay fallow in the field, but if we come off, if we come off the strength of Black Panther in November and then... Everyone's looking forward to Ant-Man in February, but Ant-Man is not, you know, the latest Avengers movie either to kind of sit and go a little quiet time, a little return to Ant-Man and then a spring and summer that hits Marvel hard on TV and in movie theaters. I think that's not a bad strategy and probably one that suits this show really well. What with its perhaps greatest cast of a Marvel anything ever. I think the likely spot for it to hit would be after Mandalorian given you know the little advertising we've had to this point um, it would run during Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 um, it's been pretty rare when we've had a film and a show overlap but it's happened um, you know I don't know that we'll ever hit as high a note as hey here's your the kingpin uh returning on uh hawkeye and the next day here's your the matt murdoch daredevil um in spider-man no way home ever happen again but you got a space show you got some space people maybe they throw you a scroll in there somehow maybe that's the the plan to secretly invade both screens. Well, 
the origin of this show, at least in terms of the initial whispers of it, the idea of a Nick Fury show, um, I think we're all a fan of that idea to have Samuel L. Jackson returning yet again as Nick Fury. Um, add to it Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. And then obviously, you know, even the, the, the most bare knowledge of the secret invasion run in the comics, who's a scroll, who isn't, and so forth. Um, but I'm just stunned. I mean, you know, Kobe Smulders uh, back as Maria Hill. That makes sense. She's been around this entire time. Um, but to then look at the cast list from there, uh, Kingsley Benadire, perhaps l- less well-known than some of the other people, the other people being Game of Thrones Amelia Clark, Oscar and Emmy winner uh, Olivia Coleman, the beloved Martin Freeman, and then Don Cheadle, who used to have a show headed his way and now isn't. But to just sit and well, go... Well, it's going to be a movie, right? That's what they say. They say it's going to be a movie. <laughs> uh, maybe it'll be a two-hour movie that premieres on Disney Plus. Or so. I, I don't know. There's something... There's something... Something has run afoul over there the a bit. The thing this secret invasion is going to do that's going to break our hearts, all our hearts, like it did in the comics, is, you know, the retroactive knowledge that so-and-so has been a scroll all along. Um, and I think that's really where they're going to hit us. So maybe it's Rhodey? I don't know. Um Amelia Clark's character is not publicly named at this point. Uh, Olivia Coleman is playing a special agent, Sonia Fallsworth. Um, but all signs seem to point to um, Amelia Clark playing uh, Veronki, who is the uh, queen of the scroll. I feel like there's. On the one hand, there's so much potential for this story to be bonkers. Part of me wonders at what point, like, I don't know what the average viewer looks like in terms of, like, what's their viewership, what's their age. I mean, probably Disney Plus has all sorts of, you know, data from viewing that they've been able to glean and so forth. I do think that the the potential for this to be interstellar bonkers and the fact that you have a very recognizable cast that could be some like you know the ability to be like i don't know there's some lizard alien queen i'm confused so again i think this wonderful cast here can help keep the viewer oriented particularly if the story is going to just go bonkers in a really fun way i mean listen matt it was the end credit sequence of spider-man um far from home that teased this premise and of course when we got the first disney plus show add to that the idea of a scroll showing up at the end to kind of indicate where monica rambeau she's got a movie coming out this year matt we've not seen a frame of the marvels that comes out in july yet the timing could be uh really right you know to go um guardians secret invasion the marvels oh that is a fun that there that's a really fun idea um will they hold off that long we were talking off mic what's the longest disney plus has gone to this point without 
streaming a Marvel show, will they go from She-Hulk ending in October to conceivably holding off, let's say, May 15th? Well, would they get that long? I think what we had discovered was the longest they had been between live action series, final episode of one to first episode of the next was three calendar months or uh, three, three and a half months. Loki to Hawkeye. Um, yeah, which I think would have been gone. Yeah. I think that wrapped up in July in a July. So July off August, September, I think that can't start late November. Now, Pete, in that example of yours, what if was there as you know, fully MCU, albeit animated? I mean, it feels like and a lot of fun, but at the same time, like I do think you have to draw the distinction, you know, live action to animated content is content, you know, nobody can deny that at this point. Um, but clearly it doesn't attract the viewership that the live action stuff does. Maybe though they run the same play again, maybe it's what if season two arrives circa Valentine's day, groundhog day, something like that with a little less need for razzmatazz and marketing and so forth. And that then runs, uh, nine episodes. It, crisscross you know it not crisscrosses but it runs concurrent to uh the first three four episodes of mandalorian um but then that's kind of your marvel disney plus thing um it is also worth mentioning too i mean though the guardians holiday special was not a series if they let's say deep in disney hq in the seven dwarves building they're keeping they are keeping track of such things and the pattern that we've noticed is a pattern that's on purpose in terms of X number of months between. Um, I don't know if you count the guardians. I mean, guardian special is clearly live action, right? So I don't know if you sit and say, Hey, we can now restart the clock from that. That came out. I know it was late November. Let's or fine. It was late November period. So to sit and go December, January, February, and then maybe it's a late March or it's an early, you know, I mean, Mandalorian ends April 19th. So, Maybe that's the answer there. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. I think we're going to find, given what Secret Invasion has shown us to this point and what we fully expect is that it's effects heavy, that that's taken a little bit more time than they anticipated. They've joked about this on Disney+. Plus. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'll fall back on no wine before it's time again. Uh, Pete, just rounding out who we can expect in the cast, uh, this now to uh, perhaps not series leads, uh, Dermot Mulrooney is going to be there as uh, the president of the United States, um, as well as Pete Christopher McDonald, that's right, Shooter McGavin himself, uh, and other uh, other whispered and rumored roles there, uh, Killian Scott, Carmen Ahogo, Charlene Woodard, and so forth. So again, Pete, a really exciting cast list from top to bottom. If they ruin that Shooter McGavin has been a scroll this entire time, Matt, 
I just don't know. Well, I guess anything is possible, Pete. Anything is possible. There is, however, one thing that as near as we can tell, unfortunately, is not possible when it comes to the casting of this show, Pete. What's that? Pete, right when they were getting ready to film, there was in September 2021, there was rampant speculation that Chloe Bennett would be back as as Quake, okay? Um, Daisy Johnson. Daisy Johnson, 100%. And that this was made even more possible because the Powerpuff Girls pilot that she made, they decided to shut down and retool. I'll point out, Pete, with no animosity towards our Daisy Johnson, uh, that they retooled by basically doing the exact same pilot just without her. Um, but she said that there's no way she was going to be in Secret Invasion due to scheduling conflicts with other projects. Would you like to know what live-action stuff she has done since Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. wrapped in uh, 2019? Don't forget, that was a, a year delay between when it filmed and when it released. Are you ready for what she made live-action since then that prevented her from being in Secret Invasion? Unfortunately, I already know. So one episode of a show called Dave and then a recent movie called Married. Uh, pardon me, that's in production right now. Married by Mistake is in production. So not a whole lot other than either, Pete. We're going to have our minds blown when Daisy Johnson shows up. Right. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, it was a secret. Or they didn't want to include any of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in this. That rumor continues to be out there I, I do not believe it to be accurate um you know listen we all enjoyed agents of shield we podcast seven seasons of it for us you know in these parts we still lovingly look back at that as having launched fantastic geek which celebrates its 10th anniversary next year um but I don't think they're reaching back for this character, at least not in this specific instance. So I feel like I only have passing awareness with the source comics on this one. I totally get the the thrill of, you know, who is who is a scroll, who isn't, that whole, you know, who do you trust, all of that. It's really it's really, really compelling. I wonder how is it going to translate in A, six episodes, which I think is plenty of time, but B, you know, unlike, let's say, the cover of the, the comic um, miniseries here, the first cover got the scrawl in the background, and who else is on the cover of Secret Invasion number one? Spider-Woman, Iron Man, Reed Richards, Wolverine, um, Luke Cage, um, and Spider-Man, I know I always mentioned Spider-Woman as well. Like we're not getting, I suspect we're not getting those characters in this show. So like the whole gimmick of people we care about, surprise, secret, secret history, secret invasion, all of that. Right. Uh, I mean, and that's where I think, you know, as was done in that comic run, they're, they're going to break your heart with, who has been a scrawl, who has been simmed, replaced, et cetera, et cetera. 
I think they've got to be more surgical about how they do it on the show with who they have access to on this show. So it's going to be one person near and dear to us. Ah, you know, I'm, I'm drawn back to our conversation with Clark Gregg, uh, Matt, when we interviewed him, you know, talking about the reaction when he dies in Avengers and, you know, he's like, Oh, people are like, Oh, not that guy. I liked him. That's, that's what they're going to do to us here. My money's on roadie. Um, yeah, I would agree. I would agree as well. Particularly like you're not going to do Nick Fury and Maria Hill again, because you did that already in Spider-Man far from home. You're not um, going to make it the protagonist of the show in, you know, Sam L. Jackson, right? Yeah. Uh, are, are you going to really hurt us if Talos is a scroll? No, he is. <laughs> Pete, but what about if Sonya Fallsworth, special agent, old ally, ally of Furies, uh, if, if she's a scroll? She know. could be one, too. I, I think they've... To, to take an Avenger bat, to take somebody who's been with us all these years to hurt us in, in such a way. Okay. Who's to say who can't show up otherwise, you know, I, I think we may get a, a Monica Rambo cameo there. Um, you know, there's some other characters in this orbit that could certainly pop up. Um, but yeah, I think he's the smart one right now. I, I don't know if there's a Vegas line. I, I'm not a gambler. I don't know if there's a Vegas line for who is a scroll on a TV show. But if there is, he'd be the favorite. Well, and out of all these cast members, let's not forget the War Machine show. Mm-hmm. It was always, it, to me, it was always this weird thing like, up. You know, everybody loves Rhodey. Everybody loves Don Cheadle. But, like, I've seen Iron Man. Like, I don't need to see a better guy, which is to say, you know, I mean, Tony Stark is interesting with his highs and lows and his moral arc and all of that. But, like, Rhodey is a good guy who you can trust. And he's not, he's going to take cats out of trees and he's not going to shoot missiles at school buses. And he's not going to drink too much and fly around the war machine. And look um, at the arc of the character, too paralyzed loses his best friend okay has popped up on disney plus before in falcon and the winter soldier i think he's the the perfect mark and i'm not saying this to try to spoil people again this is speculation i know nothing um at, at least in this regard but yeah i i think he might be the uh the pressure point matt yeah, and I'm wondering, like, does it get revealed that in a in a pre-COVID world they announced this, they announced the show as a fake out, and then at a certain point, as the schedule is put back together in a, a more post-COVID production scenario, they're like, "Crud, we can't keep this on the." Yeah, at what point is it like security's misinformation that we're planning a show they're not really planning? Uh, let's call it a movie, you know. Maybe there's evidence there. I don't know. Pete, maybe in four That's or five years. EIN stuff right there, Matt. That's right. <laughs> maybe the War Machine movie ends up being the best Marvel movie of all time. But on the interim, I'm calling baloney there. And I think it's going to be 
you know, the grand reveal that Rhodey is a scroll. There, there it is, Pete. There's not even a release date for the show. And I think, I think we've solved the central mystery. <laughs> just, just got to uh, announce a date now. Um, but we wanted to get this podcast rolling for you. We wanted to get you thinking about this. We certainly want to hear from you. Uh, we'll be back again as soon as there is more news. Again, that trailer should be hitting some point in January. And uh, we'll be with you for that. And we'll be with you for every single episode, just like every other Marvel uh, Disney Plus show. Absolutely, Pete, between all of the MCU stuff that we do, also covering the Star Trek universe that weirdly will be running almost completely parallel to The Mandalorian with Picard returning. That's right. Two bald dads in charge of shows. Um will be running at the exact same time. That's going to be an interesting journey. Uh, so whether it's Star Wars, Star Trek, MCU, certainly here for the discussion each and every outing and could not do it without those who support us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek. So our eternal thanks to them. Particularly at this time of year where all of our bills come due, bandwidth, storage, et cetera, et cetera. Could not do it without you. So get yourself over to patreon.com slash fantastic geek with the P and the H. Uh, it takes just a dollar a month to get you behind that door. All sorts of goodies for you to check out at different tiers. Can't contribute right now? Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating in seconds or a review in just a little while longer. Got to combat those uh, drive-by one-star uh, ratings with uh, no substantiation at all. Pete, let's keep the MCU conversation going, particularly the calendar about to turn to January. Before you know it, it's going to be the middle of February and we'll be diving into quantum mania. Uh, so how can people be in touch with you on uh, a, a social media site that exists, Twitter? Am I allowed to even mention its name at this point <laughs> on, on something else? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, -E -E 12,658 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter's Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, and Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek with the P and the H. Like it today. Pete, on our pop culture podcast feed, we'll be talking next week, uh, indeed on New Year's Eve, about the uh, Mandalorian Season 3 trailer. And then in the new year, we'll be covering the original Star Wars trilogy, that head of diving into both uh, the Mandalorian and Picard in uh, preview form, if not episodic form, as we get into February. With that, I will say adios to all the listeners and give you, Pete, the final word. I swear I'm not a scroll. <laughs>